0: friends. Skip here. January 31st, 2023. Hope all things are well with you. Getting ready for work. It's a Wednesday. Hump day. Uh, Never more relevant than when you work in a school system. Uh, I did uh, get a month-long gig. So uh, I'll be working in the same school, in the same room, or at least similar rooms for the next month, which is always cool. Uh, so here we are. Farewell January. Cannot stand the month of January. It's not its fault, uh, but it's so dark and so cold that I'm um, just glad to see it go by. So let's get to our topic. As I get my wintertime light out. My wife bought me one of these lights that help with vitamin D. So I'm going to sit in front of this while I I do the podcast. Uh, I want to talk today about systems. And this is actually take two of the podcast. Because this is... What I'm going to say is going to sound judgmental. And I want you to hear this disclaimer. Um... I'm not judging people when I'm talking about this. So hear me because it's going to sound like I'm being harsh, but we humans have and continue to construct systems that are based in transaction that are monetized. And because we have the capacity to fool ourselves we disguise these systems as somehow benevolent or good, when really all they are is just another self-preserving mechanism. And I want to say this also. I've got nothing wrong with people achieving. If you work hard and you achieve, you know, some comfort or maybe even wealth, if your intention is love in the world, if your authenticity is there, then I think you'll do the right thing with that great blessing. You'll do the right thing with, with that. I think where we fool ourselves, though, is when we believe the right thing is to preserve the system that's offered us that wealth. Now, let me spend the next 10 minutes talking about that. Let me tell you a story. I worked in a denomination, mainline denomination of the Christian church for 20 years. I myself became an ordained deacon in that, in that um, denomination. And it's a denomination I will not mention. Uh, I mean, I will not tell you what it is, because it, it, that really doesn't matter. But it is based in a very hierarchical, linear model of professionalism, that there was a pecking order uh, from the kind of, you know, lay person to the leaders of the local church, to the leaders of the region, to the leaders of the state, to the blah, blah, blah. Everything had its name. Everything had its pay grade. It was, and it still is, a very corporate model, very Romanesque model of of being in the world, and because of that, uh, it had a very corporate, corporate esque way of of relationships of dealing with each other in the context of the hierarchy. In other words, that's a nice way for me to say people would readily stab each other in the back for a bigger paycheck. People would readily uh, discredit or even gossip, or hurt, hurt, or harm others to achieve, to advance. And it sounds very worldly, doesn't it? Here's the problem, and you've probably already picked up on this. Uh, that, that system, that religious system, makes claims that it is something other than that. That it is somehow, you know, people would often say that the church should be the, what God intends for the world. And then you look on TV and you see people being, I'm using air quotes, Christians, and living a very luxurious lifestyle. Now, hear me. I'm not judging that. What I'm judging is the transactional nature, the systemic nature of these things. And it doesn't have to be a church. It can be a business. It can be whatever. Because they're really all the same system. So, I worked for a guy who had his place in the hierarchy. And there are different kinds of ordinations. There are different kinds of jobs. And his goal was to become the ultimate in that denomination, which is a bishop. And he had the $800 suit Drove the Mercedes Benz, hair always quaffed perfectly, expensive cologne, and he worked the room like he was selling a product. And he was. He was selling himself to advance himself to become something more. And in that hierarchy that I worked in, there were benefits larger paychecks, more vacation time, really nice houses. The higher you got, in the in the system I was in, most of the churches and then the conferences that served their churches, they would offer housing to the clergy people. And by the time you were a bishop, you were living in the nice neighborhood. Let me tell you, you had the four-car garage and the big picture window overlooking the pond. Um... Much to the chagrin of many people, trust me. But that's the way it was. And, and because it was a transactional system, it necessarily preserved itself at the expense of its own principles. And so you would get someone like this acquaintance of mine who would stand up and talk about you know, helping the poor, right? Which the church tries to do and then get in his new Mercedes and drive away. Now, I'm not judging his worth. But what I'm saying is that when you see something like that, what you're seeing is the false reality. You're seeing the preservation of a system that is in of itself about uh, monetary exchange and advancement and getting... More and again i 've got nothing against people achieving, however, when there is that incongruity when you see that sort of you know uh, people will scratch their head right i, I i'd watch this i'd 'd watch someone who was a bishop get up and talk about justice in the world and how so many people are dying every day of poverty, and then go and uh, back to their their home with you know <laughs> with all the amenities of the first world, and you would get a sense that there, there's what what is this? Well, what this is, what that what that was, what it what it still is, is the Matrix. It's a system designed to preserve itself and all that goes with that. I'm going to tell you, friends, I see and saw no difference between how people treated each other to climb the religious ladder as I did when I worked in the business world to climb the business ladder. And there's no difference because it's the same systemic thinking. It's the same systemic issue. We humans have learned to build systems out of things in order to feed ourselves, in order to have enough for retirement. Again, I'm not knocking having enough retirement. I work in a system where I pay into a good pension and I hope it's there when I retire because, you know, people got to eat. My point is this, that we have to be honest about the systems we make and the intention of the system. If we're ever going to be able to live out of a more clear and authentic way collectively. We have to be honest about the fact that we have been programmed to create and preserve systems that are really about self-preservation and not about transformation. Let me say that again. The false reality we've created has more to do with Has far more to do with self preservation than it does transformation. And it's not our fault. It's the way we're trained, it's the way our brains are programmed, because that's the way we're raised. And if you've ever wondered where things like Nazism or authoritarianism come from, it's the same mindset. We are raised in ways to preserve our own thought, our own belief, and our own way of life at all costs. And we disguise those things, we disguise the, the sort of harsh reality about that in language, in ritual, in you know sentimentalism. Uh, people protecting the way it used to be. Their culture, uh, their, you know, their church pew, their seat in the church. And I know that seems like a harsh comparison, but I want us to really look at how all of the systems that we've created sort of operate in the same way. They are about preserving the cultures. They're about preserving the systems. They're about preserving the society. You may be saying, so what's wrong with that? Well, not everything. If it's good and loving, we should preserve it. But that's not what this is, that's not what systems are about, my friends. And, and certainly not in my society, a capitalist society, because it is about getting to that four car garage, it's about getting to that place in the suburbs, it's about getting these things that aren't in and of themselves bad, but the systems we create to hold that up really rob us in many ways of our own authenticity because we have to work the system. And those, you know, a lot of what I'm talking about is, is not done consciously. I guarantee you that this acquaintance of mine that drove the Mercedes that wore the $800 suit Firmly believed that he was, in fact, gaining those things and doing those things for the poor, for the for the kingdom. You look at the TV preachers that everyone likes to criticize about not paying taxes, and they're wealthy. I promise you, my friends, there might be a few shysters. You know, there might be a few people who are conscious of of. <laughs> Them being millionaires and the poor being the poor. But I would bet you that they have fooled them, most of them have fooled themselves into thinking what they're doing is right and for, I'm using air quotes, God and for the kingdom, right? Because that's what we do. We we bind a system so heavily when really it's about our own self preservation, it's about our own self aggrandizement, it's about climbing the hierarchical ladder. It's about security. It's ultimately about feeding ourselves in a society, clothing ourselves in a society that most people are about two paychecks away from being poor because we have all subconsciously agreed to live in that system. What I'm saying here, my friends, when we really love, we break free of that system. If you really want to know why Jesus was crucified... It's because he loved and broke free of that system. If you really want to know why Gandhi was shot or Martin Luther King was shot or the mystics, uh, male and female, of the Middle Ages were ostracized and locked away, it's because they dared to love beyond that system. Well, here's the good news that when we love beyond that system, we're really living our best, truest, most authentic. Um, most generous self. Go there, my friends. Go to that love. I'm convinced at the end of the day, love will beat the system. Uh, The matrix has been seen, has been named, and the way out has been shown, not just through finding meaning, but through everyone who's finally understood that everyone who has woke up, who has awakened to these systems that are more about self-preservation than about transformation. All right, friends, there you have it. Be of good cheer, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.